Yuma Davzayin, today's amazing email comes from Yochanan Itzkowitz. He says that a while back, you gave me a little bit of tachacha, how that it was wrong that I should always skip ahead to the current daf and catch up later. I would like to thank you for that advice as I skipped ahead and managed to keep up daily Baruch Hashem while driving down to Orlando for Pesach. I decided to binge watch the Rib Eli show, and I'm happy to say that by the time I arrived in Orlando, I had caught up all the missing daf and Pesachim. Unfortunately, my son was riding with me, has been turned off completely by this experience, may never do the daf again. It's like they say, you can't make an omelet without breaking a couple of shells. But seriously, after the drive, he told me how he was impressed with the dedication, that he would like to start it himself, and he can fit it into his base measure schedule. I decided to say that anyone who feels that they can fall behind and catch up later, trust me, it doesn't work. I believe that the Eitzahari uses this as his number one tool, and the key is to keep up with the cloud. As they say, there's strength in numbers. And here's a beautiful motto that I think we would like to use for the future. Keep up first, catch up later. That should be the new motto, he says. Best regards, thank you again for the amazing job. Hashem bench you and your family many times over. Below is a picture of me learning the daf on the way to Orlando with my phone on the dash and my eyes on the road. Here he is. So as we were discussing yesterday, famous machleks and shas, whether... Do we say that when the tzibur is tame, the tumah doesn't exist, and you don't have to look for someone who's tar, etc.? Or perhaps it's dechuya. You could be marked with the carbon when the tzibur is tame. The Rachman holds, Hutra, Rav Sheshis holds, dechuya. And Gemara brings a riot from the Braisa that says that if while the Kayan is performing the Minchas HaOimer, he realizes that it's Tomei. He should go ahead and look for an Oimer that's not Tomei. So from here you see that it's Duchuya, because if it's Tumahudra, there's no need for him to go look for another Oimer. And the Brisa continues, it says an amazing Lashon, that if there's no other Oimer, there's no other barley around, so they tell him, be wise and quiet. The wise are usually quiet. The Gemara tells us that this is not a question of Rav Nachman, because Rav Nachman admits in three different scenarios that there are exceptions to the rule. And this is one of them. Shirayim, any time that the coin gets to eat from the carbon, so in a minchas ha'imer, the coin gets to eat. We want to make sure that the oimer is tar, so they can get to eat from it. That's exception number one. Exception number two is that when it's a carbon seaboard that's loikavuazman, for instance, if it's an avidizara, Par, you bring when Klai Yisrael sins and does have a desire because the Sanhedrin told him, so that it's not Kabuazman, it's not on a specific date. Therefore, we don't say Hujra Batibur. And finally, if it's a carbon of a Yachad, even if it's Kabuazman, the Kohen brings a carbon on Yom Kippur, but since it's for an individual, we don't say Hujra Batibur. There's a Braise that says that if a Kohen is being Makriv, the Mincha that goes together with the Par, Ayel, Keves, and he realizes, Tommy, as we said before, he should try to look for another one. So the Gemara says, in this case, we can say that the par is referring to the Zara par. The ayel is the ayel of Aaron which is for an uh, individual. And finally, the keves is referring to the keves that comes together with the Minchas Haimer, and that's the case of Shirai, where you get the Yidaimer, and therefore, you don't say, Tumahutra Vitzibur. There's braces that tell us that the tzitz, that the kohen gadol wears on his forehead, comes to forgive, so to speak, to be mechaper on Tumah. 
And that is if the blood, the meat, the chaylev, become tummy, whether it's b'shoyig, b'meizid, b'oyinez, b'ratzen, yachad in tzipur. The tzitz is meratzah. But over here you see, if you need the tzitz to be mechaper, be meratzah, b'tzibur, so you see it's not hudra. Because if it's hudra, we don't need to come onto the tzitz. It doesn't exist. Obviously it's d'chuyah, and we need something else to help us out, the tzitz. Well, we could be doichek and say that that price is referring to only yachid, and the rabbi is talking about something else. Or, it's talking about the rabbim, but the rabbim is loikavua zman. The problem is that we have a mefurusha b'raisa, so not like Rav Sheshes. The b'raisa says that the tzitz obviously comes to be maratza for tumah shehutra. And that's not like Rav Sheshes. That's the exact lashon of Rav Nachman, the tumah hutra. And the b'raisa goes on to say, it cannot be that it comes to be maratza if a koyin has a machshava to eat the carbon outside of its allotted time or outside of its allotted place, because those are mefurusha psukim. It must be that the tzitz comes to be ratza for Tumah Shehudra. Yet it's not the end of the world, because Rav Sheshes has Uda Bisoymechan. Kedayu Rav Shimon Bayechai, Lismoychala. Shimon Bayechai holds that the tzitz is meratza, even if the Kayin Gadol is not wearing it on his forehead, it's hanging up in the closet. Whereas Rav the holds, it's only meratza when the Kayin Gadol is wearing it. And Rav Shimon proves this point from Yom Kippur. Kayin Gadol doesn't always wear the tzitz when he goes into the Kayin he's not wearing it, Nevertheless, it has to be Meratzah, the Karbanis in the Kodesh Kedashim. And Rehuda says, what's your Raya? I am Kippur, that's a carbon for the Tzibur, and Tumah Hudra for Obviously, Rav Shimon holds that it's Tumah Dechuyah, and therefore you need the Tzitz, and the reason why it's Meratzah is because the Kohen Gadol doesn't have to wear it, even if it's hanging in the closet, it's still Meratzah. So Rav Sheshes will hold, like Rav Shimon Bayechai. Abaya quantifies this and he says, if the tzitz is broken, then obviously everybody agrees that the tzitz cannot accomplish a ritu. The machlaikis is when the tzitz is hanging on a peg. Rabbi Yehuda learns from the Pasuk, al meitzach, when it's on his forehead, then it's venasa avaylai, then it comes for kapar. Rabbi Shimon learns from the end of the Pasuk, it says, hamid liratzai, no matter what, even if the kain god is not wearing the tzitz, it comes to give a kapara. Because it cannot mean that Hamid, the Kohen Gadol, has to wear it always. Because the Kohen Gadol sometimes goes to sleep, sometimes he uses the restroom. So therefore, Hamid must mean Liratzai. It always uses a Kapara, even when he's not wearing it. And Rabbi Yudha says the word Hamid comes to say that the Kohen Gadol should not be Messiah Das. He shouldn't forget about the tzitz. Even if he's not wearing it, he must think about it like we say by Tefillin. That you have to constantly touch the Tefillin on the head of the Tefillin so that you... Remember that you are wearing tefillin. And it's a kavachaymer from the tzitz. That if the kohen gadol constantly has to remember, he can't be messiah das about the tzitz. And the tzitz only has one mention of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kaidish Lashem. Tefillin, which has many more mentions of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, certainly cannot be messiah das. Have a wonderful day.